0: Yeah. <laughs> I was trying I was trying to get your cooking. I was trying to find the buttons and everything to get your cooking. And then Dina threw her arm right in front of my face. Uh, you know, she, attention. She, so she could
1: get the attention. You know, she's, she's a kid. I mean, like, she's your only daughter. Think about it. She's your only daughter. She's just like her mother. She looks like her father. Mm. But she's just like Sarah.
0: They <laughs> are goofier and sillier.
2: Aha! Girl. Welcome to the Weekly Show about art, politics, and pop culture from a phenomenally female perspective. I'm Sarah. I'm Shantae. I'm Eliane, and this is Unapologetically She.
1: hello everyone welcome to another episode unapologetically she we're season three episode three what are we like 43 44 I lose track 44
2: episode.
1: yeah 44. yeah see that's why I like I have dependent co-hosts like Sarah and <laughs> Eliane, because I can't keep track of the numbers I can't even keep track of my own ass but I digress so <laughs> ladies how yes. are y'all or and my Jamaicans will say it, "wagwan."
2: <laughs> you could probably like peel me off the wall this mm-hmm. week. I'm t- I'm tired. I'm like I'm I'm beat. It's hump day. I know, and it mm-hmm. feels like it's like Friday or something. Like I feel like this week has been so long.
0: I'm so tired. oh, this week has been a freaking year. Ugh. Yeah, I went um. I went to the doctor about my anxiety and I'd been waiting for an appointment
2: Ugh.
0: and like they keep calling and rescheduling and rescheduling and they finally got me in. So anyway, my blood pressure was through the roof. So they put me on blood pressure medication. So I no oh, longer, man. I no longer get to have drink of the week. I get to have the mocktails. Um, But yeah, they, she thinks it's because of the anxiety. Cause all my labs and everything came back in normal ranges. So She's got me on blood pressure medication. I'm on an antihistamine to hold off the panic attacks because it's non-addictive. And then she's got me on Effexor. So my body is being really wonky right now in dealing with that. And then on top of all the drama, I'm dealing with my own body with that. We get a notification from Dee's school this morning, this afternoon, after school is out we get a notification that there was a quote-unquote incident with quote-unquote police activity near the school this morning. Come to find out, two separate shootings two blocks away from her school. And I didn't find that out until I looked at the freaking news reports. And it happened first thing this morning, and they didn't tell us until school got out this afternoon.
2: Oh, my God. So they didn't give
0: y'all like an emergency text or nothing? Nope. That's crazy. Nope. just sending. They just sent out a reminder in the app that we use for the school that the police came in and talked to the kids to, re- to reassure them they were safe, and that you know a reminder all- to all parents that the school is constantly in lockdown, so our kids are safe. And I'm like, but you sent us a message after the incident, well after the incident, after school is out, and didn't tell us what the incident was. You Anything just said, that happened to Dina, exactly. Or any of those kids or any of those teachers or staff and it's just like all you say is incident and police presence. You didn't even say what it was that happened. I hate the school district. Between them losing my fucking kid oh, on the Lord. bus and this happening today, this school district just oh. So yeah, I'm a little wired right now because I oh, today. Well, I just hope
1: you keep your blood pressure intact because Yeah, you better You you at a certain age.
2: Mm-hmm. And even
1: though you are healthy you work out and everything but you're at a certain age I mm-hmm. want you to be careful I don't want you to stress I don't want you to get wrinkles because you've been working very hard on that <laughs> retinal on your face so that's why I, I don't and, and it includes Eliane too Elian is not that far back from you that's what I'm just saying I just don't want y'all uh, to my skin stress needs some work. <laughs> I don't want y'all to stress no seriously don't stress because my brother-in-law is on Blood pressure medication. It's mm-hmm. been on there for quite some time because of his job. He works in finance. So, like, that's when I'm just like, when I hear that, blood pressure, like, but even the guy that I mess with, and he's a lot younger than you, he had a stroke. Not scaring you because I don't think you're at that stage. Mm-hmm. But he had a stroke. The guy that I had sex with, like, not so long ago, and he, had, he, he ignored the signs. He didn't go to the doctor. You actually went to the doctor. His ass did not go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And so what happened was he had – a whole stroke. He yep. had to move back in with his mom and his mom been taking care of him. And he's like 90% there. It's just like he goes
2: to occupational therapy. Mm-hmm. I've been on blood pressure medication for since probably my late 20s. What the fuck? But, yeah. What, wow.
1: what? No.
2: I have yeah, I have like genetic, uh like genetically passed on uh hypertension. Yeah.
0: Yeah, my sister <laughs> has hypertension.
2: Yeah. So I think like, yeah, them, I so like yeah,
0: I, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm just... I'm thinking that's likely what it is, even though all my labs and everything came back normal in normal ranges, but I have a family history of hypertension.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So get, though, man, the side? My mom's.
2: Oh. Yeah. Mine was my mom's, my mom's dad. Yeah. So, my mom, yeah. my
0: grandma. Yeah. So it's 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 likely gonna be a permanent thing. But yeah. as long as as long as all my other labs are coming back okay, I'll be fine. Yeah.
2: So no it's way. manageable. You just keep your cool as much as possible and take your meds. Yep. Yeah, It'll don't let fine. even don't let
0: yeah. that internet shit stress you out. Like yeah. they can eat a whole dick. That's mm-hmm. do. My my block fingers are gonna be uh put to good use because I just I don't have the energy to spend on it.
1: Well, trust me, I have someone to address, even though they're not my bad, I mean, my bitch ass of the week, but I think I need to let that air out, because, like, I'm tired (laughs) of people thinking I am the model citizen, and knowing good well, I'm not. I am my father's child when it comes to shit like that. Like, you ain't gonna tell me what to say and what to do. Like, I'm not your child. That's how my father be telling my mother, I'm not your child. (laughs) Like, just straight up, my parents are dead, you know. Anyhow... Getting to feeling better. Sarah, this is your, this is your Uh neck of the woods. Mm. What is your mocktail drink of the week? Well,
0: the, the good drink of the week, the full version, we're staying with the football theme, the late, my my co-hosts are being very awesome and letting me kind of like do the whole football theme for the next few weeks. Um, this week we did San Francisco last week. This week we're going to do Detroit, and I was going to do I was going to do Kansas City because we did NFC last week, and this week would be AFC. But Detroit just won their first playoff game in thirty two years, so I think they deserve a drink of the week.
2: Yeah, way to go, Lions! Hey. So,
0: so this week's drink of the week is the Detroit Blue Kool Aid, and it sounds delicious. And I am kind of mad that I am dry now. Um, But what you do, you take two ounces of vodka, one ounce of blue curacao, um, some Kool-Aid, some lemonade, fill it all up in a shaker, shake it all up, pour it in a glass over the rocks, and then top it off with lemon-lime soda. Mm. And if if you want to make a picture of it, then just quadruple it. (laughs) Quadruple it. Quadruple it. Uh, (laughs) But... For those who, like me, have to have the mocktail, just remove the vodka. You might have to add more lemonade, more Kool-Aid, stuff like that. Um, But just remove the vodka and replace the curacao with a splash of orange juice.
2: See, Sarah? That sounds pretty yummy.
1: That that does. That sounds like a summertime drink. That sounds like Mm -hmm. in the picture, you know, when you got kids over, you know virgin drinks
0: mm-hmm. like virgin
1: pina colada my mom used to make one mm. with liquor and one with she gotta make that shit again I know she's getting older but shit what the fuck like you can't lose your juice
2: <laughs> you know what the,
1: the hell so anyhow thank you Sarah and those menus will be posted on our social please follow us at the Joyful She on our Instagram our Twitter we ain't calling that motherfucking shit X <laughs> that shit. never 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 and on our TikTok and spotle, right?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. spottable too, yeah. Spottable.
1: You see I was spottable, it's too much, too much. So I
0: know at the joyful she on social media. There, it's our handle everywhere. It's yeah, and everywhere. we got a
1: motherfucking link tree. So make sure you look at that. Boom. It's on the link is in our socials, anyhow. <laughs> burning questions. So Ooh. of course. I had to come up with a burning question. Freestyling, like, you know, like a rapper. Oh, Lord. Yes. In terms, I like to stick with my nostalgia because, you know, oh. the little younger millennials, they're like, nostalgia, shut the fuck up with that nostalgia bullshit. <laughs> so, anyhow, we're in winter season. We just Experienced the cold on the East Coast. I know Ileana is enjoying her life on the West Coast in the Bay Area. I am not at all
0: jealous.
2: Wait, no, I'm definitely not in the Bay Area. I don't want Bay Area people to come after me. Oh, see, I'm like, I'm not uh, a West Coaster. I am so East Coast.
1: And all it's warm.
2: I am, I'm I am sorry. I'm legal. choking on that one. Like, I'll get jumped, okay, when I walk out the door. <laughs> oh <my God.
1: laughs> sorry, Sarah, for the West Coast actual person on here native. I am such
0: an East I, Coaster. I am such an East Coaster. I'm the Shantay. realest motherfucker. People, people outside of California, it's either the Bay Area or LA. That's, that's, that's how it's right. like, or north Cal, of state.
2: Which I'm technically like, in NorCal. But yeah. It's the meaningful areas on the on yeah. the map. I'm just in saying. the in the
1: capital. Exactly. Sacramento.
0: See, I'm in the capital region in New York. You're in the capital region go. in California.
1: And I'm in the East largest city in the state. Yeah. <laughs> in the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. pay the most taxes, but I digress. So anyhow. <laughs> so we just experienced the cold and you know, mm. I just wanna know it's coffin season. And I know oh. you two got men's in your life, men's. What do y'all do when it's cold like this? Do y'all creep up inside laying in bed all day? Or do you make cookies? Or do you cook? Or you just watch TV all day? I don't know. Hmm. I'm still, I'm, you know, I don't know about the hmm. mom on the panel because you know, she got a child that'd be like, mommy, mommy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I wanna say like, yes. 'Cause a like a little of all that, which is nice, you know, but when it's like cold, rainy like this, just like cuddled up on the couch under a blanket. Mm-hmm. And usually watching like true crime. Yeah, we're we're super into true crime. Yeah. We watch Y'all all Nancy types drew. of documents. Yeah, some nasty drew people. Some nasty true. <laughs> Especially more so Myron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we, we pretty much cook together like most of the time. Yeah. He's learning how to cook epenodos. Uh, No, I'll just, he'll leave that part up to me. But there's things he makes that I can't make. like I can't make gumbo. No, that's some Louisiana shit. Yeah, that's, um... he's, he's, his family's <laughs> from Louisiana.
1: Yeah. Go figure. Yeah. Because I got a second burning question, but go ahead. Sarah, uh-huh. I'm thinking about it. Sarah, i thinking, like, because Dina interrupts us all the time. <laughs>
0: Girl, we sleep in separate bedrooms because that man snores and he keeps me awake all night oh hell <laughs> he keeps me awake all night with that snoring and I need sleep
1: but so. he loves he loves some little big booty Sarah so there you go
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah mostly I mean it's the same with like same as Elian, like huddled up on the coach, couch under a blanket but instead of reading true crime I'm instead of watching true crime I'm reading a book yeah, I got a beat last year. I
1: alternate. <laughs> now getting to some real nostalgia. Let's talk about the clothes. So you know, the '90s and the early 2000s is coming back. Jesus Christ, close. Oh. early 2000s kind of oh. like suck with certain things. What is your favorite early two or 1990s or early 2000s wear? And I'm gonna start with Sarah. Sarah was a grown ass woman in the nineties, while we was all teenagers. Like a little, like a grown ass woman. <laughs> Damn. Thanks, Sarah's
0: thanks for like, that. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> thanks for that. No, you was <laughs> because you like like, you was like, like me like me being on blood pressure medication isn't a reminder enough. Now she's got to be talking about me being a full grown woman in the nineties. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you probably
0: still look the same from the nineties.
2: Oh, God, no,
0: probably. no, no, I don't. I mean,
2: minus, like, the fashions.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine me with blonde highlights? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I like no. people, darker hair. Mm-mm. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah, it was icky. No, I, my favorite one of the 90s and 2000s? Um, probably the platform sneakers, because I'm short. I'm short. So I like You know what? Platform, the platform sneakers. sneakers
2: are back. Platform sneakers are back.
0: Sarah. I saw. I like, saw. Like,
2: I I, saw. I have a pair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, Elyon understands short girl challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I extremely. think I'm not part of that either. You can ask Elyon.
2: <laughs> yeah. Shantae's not that tall. She's part of the shorty committee. Sort of. She's. She's a little taller than me.
1: I'm I'm like Sarah's height. I'm 5'4". So there you go. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm 5'3". Yeah, I'm 5'3".
0: We're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're all snack size.
1: <laughs> yes. No, short is you wearing petite clothes.
2: I don't wear petite clothes. So
0: there you
2: go. Uh, yeah. Um, I pr- I probably should, but I I don't. Mm. It will be my too pant- short My age pants age are, age. I'm always st- stepping on my bottom of my pants. Terrible. knowing so short what about
1: you Ilian? because i know you got some little
2: hmm. okay so my favorite like trend style thing from the 90s i would have to say chokers and like dark brown lipstick super overly lined too mm-hmm. i remember i miss that look I that, that look is back. i feel like but yeah, i
1: used to wear that mm-hmm. i could see that happening <laughs> well, me, I'm from the hood. So, like, I I love my first downs, my my North Face, my Bear Mountain coat, my Thames, my Nikes. I do like converses every now and then, but I love I love new balances too, but I'm not paying no fucking $90 for no fucking new balances. Like, it's just not <laughs> happening because I remember going to champs and paying two for eighty-nine. 50 get the fuck out of here I'm not fucking doing that shit I'm not fucking spending 90 dollars on a pair of sneakers that I got for 44 dollars even though it's 20 something years ago I don't give a flying fuck I'm not fucking doing that shit so I love new balances I don't like the way people are wearing them now Um, if you're gonna wear um, those socks that's like oh you wear it with some motherfucking nikes you wear it with some nights, <laughs> okay, and call it a day. And then you wear it with some biker shorts. You don't do it with motherfucking jeans and shit. If you go and wear some jeans, wear some wear some uptowns, wear some Air Maxes. I like Air Maxes personally, or uptowns, which is Air Force Ones to most people. But yeah, I I like my my urban my urban fashion my my urban fashion because I'm from Harlem. Like we're the mecca of the fucking clothes. Then Brooklyn and the Bronx follow us and Queens.
0: (laughs) And there you have it. (laughs) I think Shantae just put her mic down. Yeah. She was like, I said
2: what I needed to say. Yeah. Because like other boroughs stay
1: copying. They stay copying. Even people from Atlanta always mother Mm, copy. Oh God. People down south stay copying. Like, stop copying us! <laughs>
2: oh my god!
0: Oh god! So we're gonna go into our next segment <laughs> for um, for our shot and chaser. And oh. for those just tuning in, welcome! Yes, three seasons welcome in to the show. We're glad you're here. <laughs> Um, But this segment, our Shot and Chaser, we each have a topic uh, that we discuss, and we don't know what the other hosts are going to pick for the week. Um, And then our Chaser is our responses right after. So uh, we will get started on this week's Shot and Chaser with Shantae.
1: Of course. (laughs) I don't know why I'm breathing so hard, but hey, listen, listen. Y'all know the New Hampshire primaries just passed mm-hmm. for the mostly Republican party, but there was a Democratic one too, but we're going to get into that in a minute. So, of course, all those people, you know, hyping up Nimrada Nikki Haley. Yes, I'm saying her whole fucking name because that is her fucking name. Her middle name is Nikki. Her first name is Nimrada and Nimrata is a very pretty name. It just so happened for a very ugly soul, but I digress. Mm-hmm. So, anyhow, it was projected for her to win, and she was closing in on Trump. She lost by um, eleven thousand votes, eleven thousand votes, and they were all saying that Donald Trump. It was a low turnout. No, they just a fact. At the MAGA base, and at the end of the day, in New Hampshire, they don't give a, They didn't give a fuck what Christopher Thomas Nunu said. They didn't give a fuck what Nimrod and Nikki Haley or rest of these other people amping up Nikki Haley, including one of the view co-hosts named Alyssa Farrah Griffin. No, they didn't give a fuck. They like that fucking old-ass, demented man, okay? They like that man that that mixed it up with Nancy Pelosi. They fucking like his ass, and they like his racism, and he gave them agency to be fucking racist, no matter what. So there you have it. So I don't feel bad for her, and she's going to get smacked in South Carolina because my aunts and them say they don't like her. They're not voting for them. Stop urging South Carolinian Democrats to vote for that fucking woman because they're not and they're going to vote for Joseph Robinette, Biden Jr. and Kamala Davy Harris, president and vice president so there you have it now on to the democratic race (laughs) of course you know the democrats was not supposed to be doing New Hampshire it's supposed to be the start of South Carolina because they changed the trajectory but they had a primary anyway because New Hampshire Democrats were so called mad like there's really any a lot of New Hampshire Democrats. But even though they do vote, they're weird up there. Above Massachusetts is fucking weird. So a writing candidate won over the candidates that was Dean Phillips, Marianne Williamson. They lost. Marianne Williamson. No, let's start with Dean Phillips with his 20%. Followed by Marianne Williamson with her 4%. And 73% was the right candidate, and the right in candidate was who? Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. of Delaware. Okay? <laughs> so, at the That's end of so it all, good. don't matter what these fucking people said, or these old dusty-ass people in New Hampshire, some of them that you picked out that were undecided at the end of the day, they fucks with Joseph. And that state... Voted for Joseph the last time, and they're going to vote for Joseph again with Kamala Davieris.
2: Here, here! Mm-hmm. Cheers to that, listeners! Raise your drink of the week, and cheers
0: to that! Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, I really don't have any response to that because. <laughs>
2: You said it all. Exactly.
1: You said it all, Shantae. And just to like add a little thing, because I said I was going to get on this person. So <laughs> of course, you know, Abby, she was wrong for her statement. Abby Phillips saying, like, nobody's into Joe Biden and um Trump. Yeah, she got, you know, what she, you know, all the smoke that she got. But mm. one particular person, this dusty ass 65-year-old white uh-uh. man named Keith Oberman. Oh. Unfortunately, he's from New York.
2: Mm. You know
1: came at her and call her unqualified and all sort of you don't have to like Abby Abby is okay but she be on some fugazi shit sometimes she's alright <laughs> but the fact is that people are giving agency to Keith Dusty Ass Overman, the same motherfucker who came for Ange, um, Angel Reese last year the same motherfucker that came for Tish James and told her she needs to do her fucking job no her goddamn job Mm-mm. I don't fuck with that man And don't make me the model citizen to agree with him. He's sticking by me. You can suck my imaginary dick because I don't give a flying fuck. I will slay all half of these white liberal men, including Keith Olbermann, Dean Phillips, David Axelrod, and many others like them. I don't give a fuck. And if you want to call me a racist, that's fine. That's on you. Because I know for damn sure I am not siding with some people that have agency and think have agency and think it's okay to come for black women and black people. Shut the fuck up and know your motherfucking lane. I'm done.
2: Oh, oh my lord. <laughs> <laughs> Shantae. You had a lot on your mind today. Thank you for I, I,
1: I, I did. letting I, us I have it,
2: girl. I had to. Let it out. People are fucking pissing you off right now. But mm-hmm. I agree though. I agree with you. <laughs> yep. It's annoyingly frustrating. All the bullshit. Election season. Oh yeah, yay. I feel
0: like I feel like it's going to be worse this year. Yeah. I think so too. Every election is
1: going to get harder, Sarah. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. I agree. And harder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When they
1: see people that don't look like them and vote, they, they get
0: scared. Yep. Yep. Yep Ooh. I agree with everything well, you said. I got nothing to add. So I don't know, Elian. What do you got this week?
2: I was waiting. I'm like,
0: <laughs> <Or> just <laughs> jump in. Go. Just jump in there.
2: <laughs> um, I'm. My topic today is weirdly about election season, elections, misconceptions about groups of voters. So there was a story. I believe it was in the last week that was circulating online. um, And I think it was Marjorie Taylor Greene or Mountain Troll Goblin, as I like to call her. um, She was saying how Trump is going to enact a policy that is going to deport Latino people or whatever the hell it was, right? So of course, I'm already bothered by that disgustingness. Mm -hmm. But then someone, someone on our side kind of, says, oh, somebody tell this to like Latinos for Trump, right? Which, yeah, tell them that, right? Tell them off, tell them how stupid they are. But it bothers the fuck out of me. And I feel like if I don't share this, maybe people in the Democratic Party won't like know it. I mean, I can't possibly be the first one to say this not every Latino person who lives in the United States is an immigrant, number one. Mm -hmm. Why is it that when the issue is immigration, you automatically equate that with Latino people when Latino people aren't even the only type of immigrants, like Latino immigrants, right? There's lots of other immigrants coming from lots of other countries. Then also, um, Latino people come from like over 20 different countries. We are not the fucking one same big fucking monolithic group. So I don't know, stop stop thinking that saying, oh, you see, he's going to be really bad on immigration is supposed to court Latino voters because guess what? The large majority of us here are not fucking immigrants. And there's nothing wrong with being an immigrant if we're going to be technical, every single one of us, And our families are immigrants to this particular land. We're not indigenous to this, to this land. So obviously I understand that, you know what I mean? So to the pedantic ass motherfuckers that commented on my, on my post on Twitter. Okay. Like I know that point. So pointing it out to me is fucking obnoxious. You know exactly what I meant. Okay. Mm -hmm. Stop equating This one group of people with it, we are not single issue voters. And maybe that's the problem. Like we, even as a party, as as a big umbrella, because Democrats have so many different kinds of people, right? We really do. We're like the most diverse party. And remember that in every state, every group of Latinos is not even going to be the same as the other Latinos in that state. There are a lot of different types of Latino people and we are not all the same and we don't all care about the same things. And so I I would just like to push back on that. Like it might help. And I'm not saying that oof, don't get me started because I could do a whole another episode just talking about Latino people who vote for Republicans because I think it's fucking stupid, self-defeating. It's, you know, based on racism and addiction to fucking, um, white adjacency, like rooted in colonialism, it's all that. Okay. And then some, but for God's sake, if we're going to attempt to court quote unquote Latino voters, can we just at least start off from this one basic concept that we don't only give a fuck about immigration? I don't know. So I have to say like, that shit's been bothering me. Remember, there's Puerto Ricans, there's Dominicans, there's Guatemalans, there's Hondurans, there's Mexicans, there's um, just Chilenos, like, from Uruguay, Paraguay. Like, guys, we're not all the same. We don't care about all the same stuff. And we don't only care about the same one thing. So maybe that would be a place to start to just, like, fucking remember that. I figured when you was going to
1: say something, because I'm just like, all these people saying extra shit, like, you're not Latino, and maybe because I come from New York City and I listen to the app, Af- because it's more so Afro Latinos here in the city. And so, like, I know they vote a different way. Some Afro Latinos even vote Republican. I'm just like, okay, but you yep. know, that's just it. They even Black people. We have African Americans. We got Caribbean Americans. We got Haitians that vote Republican with their Catholic religion. I'm just like, what the fuck? But you know, like, that's just we. It's not for, and I don't want to keep, it's not for white men. Because they seem like they got so much to say and some of those white women from the mm-hmm. suburban areas, I need y'all to shut the fuck up. And people are like, why are you being so... No, because like it's not your fucking place to say anything. Like, shut the fuck up. with someone of, and I hate the word minority, when someone of a different race that is non-white is telling you, this group is not a monolith or this group is so and so, it propels you to shut the fuck up. It's not that hard. Shut your mouth. Be
0: quiet. Sit down and listen.
2: Listen, right?
0: <laughs> yep. I feel like I feel like when I see posts like that when somebody is calling like when somebody is calling out a specific non-white demographic that it is not my lane to retweet it and say oh well go like that person did well go go tell that to the Latino Trump voters like that's not my lane I'm a white person it is not my lane to sit there and say okay well you go talk you go and ask that demographic or this demographic it's like
2: yeah and just hands off like let's stop assuming that it's yeah. just one big, just same group of same people. You know? Yeah, and
0: I think, and I, and think, I, don't know. I think, a, like a lot of it. I mean, there, there's racism in the Democratic Party, no doubt. Almost every, almost every single white person in existence is racist, whether it's deliberate or it's conditioning with how we were raised, with being the majority in the country for so long, with privilege and everything like that. And it's, I'm not saying it is an insult. It's a fact. It's just a fact. And I think while the Democratic Party, you know, with the base of the Democratic Party being Black women, um, a lot of Black men in the party as well, a lot of, a lot of Latina voters, Latino voters, um, they're obviously they're obviously creating a message and creating a party that's inclusive. It's not perfect. And I think that that in addition to the constant fear mongering coming from the fucking Republicans about the border crisis and these caravans and all this other shit, they focus it. If they're so worried about immigration, worry about the seaboard's, worry about the Canadian border, but they don't. It's specific to South America. It is specific to brown people. And hearing that repetitively all the time, even with Democrats, with the upcoming election, talking about Joe Biden working on a bipartisan plan for, you know, for the so-called immigration crisis, it's centered on that southern border. So they're perpetuating the whole thing. And it's still, even even if it's Republican talking points, it's still seeping into the Democratic Party platform.
2: yep (laughs) this is just i don't know guys do better and don't worry i'll call out my own every fucking time you know i do you know i fucking do so latinos you vote for trump you're a fucking clown (laughs) you're a clown if you think anything good is gonna come of that
0: Anyhow, that, uh, that wraps up our shot and chaser for the week. So, what's that? it does. You don't got anything, uh, Miss Yeah, oh, Sarah, yes. what about you? Okay, I'm sorry. The medication makes me loopy.
2: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> I was wondering. I'm waiting. I'm like, I'm waiting. My, I'm waiting. My medi- I know. My medication is making me loopy. Like, I've been okay, but I started the Effexor yesterday, and, like... It's made me loopy. Okay, my topic. (sighs) I can do this, really. I can do it and not, like, lose my mind and wander off somewhere mentally. Okay, so um, in a weird switch here, because I know Elian likes to cover the entertainment type stuff. I'm covering the entertainment stuff um, with the Oscar nominations. Um. And I know, like a lot of people, I was the same way. I got really pissed off that Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig were not nominated for their respective things for Barbie after Barbie was nominated for all these different things. I was the same as everyone else. And so I'm calling myself out on this, but also other people like me. We spent a lot of time focusing on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ken was nominated for Best Supporting Actor instead of Barbie that, you know, the whole point of the movie, yada, 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 yada. Yeah, I get it. Y'all, we overlooked the fact that America Ferrara was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. I believe she's the first Latina actress to be nominated. We overlooked the fact that Danielle Brooks was nominated for the color purple. The only nomination for the color purple, by the way.
2: Which that is bullshit. We'll get to that. That
0: is bullshit. Ah, that pissed me off. Um Divine is it Divine Joy Randolph or Devine? How do you say her name?
2: I think it's Divine.
0: Divine. She was nominated for the holdovers. So we have a we have a black woman and a Latino woman both nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Um, Or no, two Black women, sorry, Danielle Brooks. Danielle Brooks, Divine Joy Randolph, America Ferrara. So three out of five people of color, BIPOC. Great. One Black man, Sterling K. Brown, was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. One Indigenous woman, Lily Gladstone, nominated for Killers of the... Killers of the Flower Moon, which awesome. That's fucking amazing for her. I believe she's also the isn't she the first Indigenous woman to be nominated?
2: I'm not sure.
0: I maybe I'm,
1: first, I'm, you I'm second? not sure, but I but I know she got a golden globe. She won yeah. a
2: golden globe. Yep.
0: Yeah. That yeah. was cool. And then I
1: don't co- I don't pay attention to that shit. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. And then uh Coleman Domingo was nominated for best actor for Rustin. So Oscars are still very white. Uh, yes and like <laughs> they are going to be they're going to be and the the thing is like we all focus so much on barbie being snubbed that we missed these achievements and we didn't point out these achievements of these other people of these of these bipoc people which shame on us for doing that you know i mean yeah i get it okay feminism there's a, a point made yada 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 okay
2: yeah, but. I think you might be surprised because I actually don't think that she was snubbed.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think-,
2: think she. Listen, I get that she was the like she ha- she did better. I'm sorry, like more in the producing of the movie, mm-hmm. and Greta Gerwig did a good job of directing the movie, but I don't think Margot Robbie's performance was oscar worthy it was I mean, good
0: i don't it was think good ryan, i enjoyed the hell out of it i don't movie. think ryan gosling's performance was nice i don't either
2: you. no but, i don't but yeah. I wasn't but i wasn't i wasn't <laughs>
0: quite finished yet i wasn't quite finished sorry yet. sorry so yeah there's all there's all of that with bad on us for focusing so much on barbie and not on these other people but also with the academy i like it's like they're giving consolation prizes to make the masses happy Yes, these people, like the majority of these people deserve these nominations because these were very good films. But the Academy leaving out BIPOC people to the extent that they do while nominating Oppenheimer for everything. And they're salivating over this film that brought about the annihilation of Japanese people and drove indigenous people and homesteaders off their land, often by the, often by the end of a gun. And they are glorifying that movie. So basically, the Academy Awards, as usual, a whole fucking mess.
1: It doesn't in- surprise me. It doesn't. <laughs> and and I feel like those actors, like Danielle Brooks, is great. She was great in Orange. Um, Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. I know the guy from from Rustin. He did so much shit when I was young, growing up. All of these people, they just recognizing now. I watched so much black movies for a girl that grew up in a pro-black household, because I got to be reminded, I'm black every day when I walk out the motherfucking house. I know. Um, I watch so much black movies. I'm not talking about these Tyler Perry ones. I think they're okay. But the ones that in my parents' era, and even when I was a kid, was a lot better. We forgot to people like Mary Alice. Irene Carroll was a good actress and a good singer. You have Diane Carroll. I mean... There were so many people that I grew up watching that was great actors and actresses. You gonna give Regina King her Oscar like in like the late 2010s when that woman was always a good actress. In my book, there's a lot of people that are good actors and actresses in my book. So for you motherfuckers to give consolation prizes, y'all can. Take that Oscar and shove it up, your anus hole. Because honestly, to tell you the truth, I don't I, I don't give a fuck. But even though I I I knew Danielle was gonna get it because honestly, I saw the trailer and some of it, the color purple, I don't think it was that great. Because to be real, the color purple in 1985, Whoopi should have got an Oscar, and mm-hmm. not for fucking ghosts. Because she played the hell out of Seeley. And mm-hmm. the one that played Suge should have got an Oscar. And even Danny Glover should have got an Oscar. Get the. F- no, no. See, y'all gonna make me. It's a whole episode. I'm sorry, Sarah.
2: Don't apologize to me. I don't this know is, This is your today. time.
0: <laughs> this is your time. No, but the color
2: purple was really good. I saw it, it was fantastic. And. Fantasia deserved the nomination. Um, yeah, it, it, yeah. There's even Coleman Domingo was in that movie. He he was uh, Mister in this version of the movie. He should have been nominated for that too. <laughs> I don't know. if Honestly, he could to, be tell, honestly, for to two tell you the truth, too. I
1: just I just felt like he was always a good actor to me. Like I saw oh, him yeah. on film as a kid. So I'm just like, all the, I'm like, really? I'm just like, y'all just trying to recognize him now because he played a gay man in the role? Y'all obsessed, and y'all obsessed with the LGBT community in the wrong fucking way too. Because if Larry Kramer was alive, he would have cursed all you hoes out. I'm just saying, not (laughs) y'all.
0: You know? Shantae is on a roll tonight, man. Yeah.
1: No, because people yes. this whole pop culture, and I don't and, and I'm not anti-pop culture, but I just feel like the pop culture is taking in a kind of a weird direction. And I just felt like honor people because they're fucking good actors and actresses. Don't wait till they die. Don't wait till they do a part that's critically acclaimed. Eat a dick. Because you did the same thing to Michael Keaton. Y'all didn't mm. like him as Beetlejuice, but you like him as Batman. I like him as both. Mm-hmm. And you know, I just like him. Michael Keaton. <laughs> they praise Heath Ledger's performance as the Joker, but I think he didn't really play a Joker. I think Jack Nicholson played a better Joker, but you didn't give him a motherfucking Oscar, even though he had Oscars already. But that was not his norm because he's more of the serious actor than Michael Keaton. That's like with Mary Alice, y'all didn't, y'all don't fuck, you She did a good job as as in Sparkle as the mama, and she was great in Different World. But I don't, I think she got an Emmy. But mm, this, yo, this whole pop culture shit is weird to me. Even the music is weird. I'm sorry. Except Mary J Blige, except Mary J Blige, and and the newest one I actually like is Lizzo, and I hate pop music. So there you have it.
2: I am just sitting here taking it all in. Shante, you have some feelings to get out today. No, wow. because I just, I just feel like, <laughs> yo,
1: because I'm just like, you can wait to people to do a role that you particularly like and say, oh, it's great. And I'm just like, and Christopher Nolan, don't get me started of him directing films, saying he's the greatest director of Batman films of all time. No, he's not. <laughs> Oh man, the Gen Xer is gonna say something too. The Gen Xer on the are we is gonna say something. <laughs> say it, Sarah, because you and I be having this battle. We be fighting people about Batman. the best
0: Batman. It's the original Batman. <laughs> it's Michael Keaton Batman. The best soundtrack. The best Batman soundtrack <laughs> is the Prince soundtrack. That is it. That's end of period. That is it. Because there was
1: no soundtrack for Dark Knight. Where the soundtrack at?
0: <laughs> where the score at there was no score where the score and it doesn't matter even if they had one because it's not Prince and
1: not just even you filmed in Chicago that's some racist shit Christopher Nolan you be doing some racist shit yo and then you 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 star British actors you don't even really cast too many American actors even though we know Tim Burton is a, is, is a mess but at least Tim Burton Cast American actors and even some British actors and maybe some black actors, but you know, Christopher Nolan, you're just as bad. But all Harmon looked like it was a piece of shit too, so like, there you go. And I knew that shit was I going didn't watch award. it, I didn't watch no movie, no movie, I didn't watch it to have my months. eyes right now. Maybe all, all um, but Bernard Artiston is going to be worth my eyes with all the mother
0: movies, they could eat a dick. Y'all, I have a feeling that Saucy is going to be fucking f- fire tonight.
2: <laughs> y'all, if we don't hurry up and get to the next segment, I'm, I'm sorry, be able to y'all. Be I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> like, and I'm not, not even drunk. That's do. the crazy part. <laughs> oh God. my God.
0: That's all you, Elian.
2: Ay, Dios mío. So, <laughs> this is like the best. Shantae, you. Save some for unapologetically saucy tonight because we about to <laughs> get even more litty. But before we do that, listeners, um, let's get into our bitch ass and badass of the week nominee. So bitch ass of the week is like, you know, the person who has done just the worst fuck shit all week that you want to show as the most terrible person of the week basically and badass of the week is the person who just did the most in the best way so Shantae, who is your nominee for bitch ass of the week
1: it was a toss up (laughs) but to be real I'm going to choose the, the supporters of Nikki Haley people, the fucking mm-hmm. screamers at the mm-hmm. fucking press conference when she was giving her speech to come out. This race is not over. And then it was saying something about Joe Biden's age and shit like that. And it was like, we want Nikki. I was just like, well, your girl ain't going to win. So her supporters are ratchet. They're dirty ass New Hampshire people. Anything above Massachusetts is white and it's trailer trash as fuck. So Nikki Haley supporters, they're the most trashiest white trash of them all.
2: Here, here. So Sarah, what are who is sorry, who or what is your nominee for bitch ass this week?
0: The Academy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The Academy. For their persistent annual bullshit. Yep. Mm.
2: That's a good one. Well, this week. I also wanted to nominate the Academy, but you took it first. So (laughs) (laughs) sorry, Uh, sorry. (laughs) No, but (laughs) sorry, I'm choking over here. Much to my delight, a new group of just complete bitch asses presented themselves to me. And so my nominees are Janet Jackson haters. Like, really? Who the fuck hates on Janet Jackson? So <laughs> Janet Jackson is going on tour. Um, I believe it's new, new shows added to her current tour. She's been on tour um, this past year. And people were online bitching about ticket prices. And I don't know, I I saw them. They weren't really that much. Like, I don't understand what people were complaining about. But they were like, oh, at least when Beyonce charges prices like that, like, she's actually worth it because you suck. And I'm like, how fucking dare you? Do you not know who the fuck Janet Jackson is? Girl. It's going to be an unpopular
1: opinion, but here it is. Mm, oh, no. Here we go. I will rather see Janet Jackson in concert because she actually gives an experience.
2: Well, you know what? Beyonce gave an experience. However, maybe because I'll to, I'll see, I'm I'm, I'm, see not, both.
1: I, I'm not a big Beyonce person. I don't hate her. I'm just not a fan, big fan of her music, which is fine. However, I I don't
2: think Janet one person needs to be compared. Like, leave one woman's thing, and they're both different. The other woman's thing, she's a whole class
1: Gen X. And Beyonce's like a a a zenial.
2: Regardless, regardless of Beyonce, don't talk shit about Janet Jackson. How fucking dare you? Have some respect. Have some respect. Yep talking shit like who is she what does she do y'all need to grow up
0: (laughs) they they need to go out there and listen to some damn janet jackson and find some janet jackson on youtube and watch that woman be janet
2: yeah for real they're crazy tripping (sighs) tripping tripping so sarah who oh nope never mind you already gave the academy i'm sorry i got so mad I, i just lost my shit. All right, so to run down those nominees for Bitch Ass of the Week again, Nikki Haley supporters, Janet Jackson haters, and the Academy. A big fuck you from us at Unapologetically She. <laughs> but to finish on a positive note, because we are just lovers of light on this show. <laughs> no matter what you think of today, we have some feelings <laughs> today, okay? sorry, not sorry. So, (laughs) for our badass nominees, Shantae, who you got?
1: Associon Cummings Houston. If you don't know her name, it's Uh. Sunny Houston. Yeah, Uh Yeah, Her name is cute, right? Yes. It is. Always having her foot on Nimrada Nikki Haley's neck. Always got her foot on her neck. If you see my, about, you get your news from The View. No, that's not true. I get my news from MSNBC and a whole host of things on my Apple phone. But just so happens, I just love when Association just be eating her ass alive. Like she is not, was never a great citizen or a great, no, she was never a great governor. And she was never um, that great when it comes to policy. She was terrible. And Association, well, she proved association's point of you know she's the exception because Nimrada is the exception so yeah mm. Associon Cummings aka Sunny Houston well right. Associon Cummings Houston
2: sorry <laughs> host of co-host of The View Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: well Sarah who is your badass nominee
0: you know what I came into this with one nominee and I think I gotta change it ooh because my original, I was only going to, I my, I had one person as the nominee with Danielle Brooks, but after our segment with Shot and Chaser and talking about all these amazing actors and actresses that were nominated, I just, I want to change my nomination from Danielle Brooks, because I also think Divine Joy deserves it, America Ferreira deserves it, Lily Gladstone deserves it. So I want to nominate all the BIPOC women that were nominated for Academy Awards this year.
2: Awesome. Heck yeah. I love that. And you know what? America Ferrera just had won the critics choice like mm-hmm. the, in the at the previous like award show and her speech was so I have a feeling she might win. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see, we'll see. Um and to round off the nominees, I am nominating Janet Jackson who is still on <laughs> tour and doing it bitches in her 50s better than any of y'all. Miss Jackson if you nasty. <laughs> and those are our badass of the week nominees, Sunny Hostin, Janet Jackson, and all the BIPOC female Academy Award nominees. So you guys check out for our polls on our socials. Let us know what you think, vote and we will announce the winners um via our socials so don't forget to follow us at the joyful sheep and that is it for our show shante take us on out baby well we about to be
1: out of here because you mm-hmm. know like some of us we talked a lot we talked so much i know i had a lot to say and i know people are like why are this girl we so loved much? it yeah i had a lot <laughs> to minute. say because. We- and we were all in our feelings, including Sarah, even though she was quote unquote loopy. But she she had it together. So follow us on our, all on our socials. We have said it before. But we're gonna say it again. We say it every time. At the T-H-E-E, Joyful She. And it's all on our social media. Twitter, not X, Twitter, Instagram, Spottle, Spotable, TikTok and we got a whole ass link tree so there you go
2: and for our Patreon subscribers we will see you in just a few for our behind the scenes extra footage unapologetically saucy and if you haven't um, subscribed to our Patreon please do so because you get episodes early and then you get to hear our bonus content so until next week y'all bye bye
0: Thank you for joining us for another episode of Unapologetically She. I'm Sarah. I'm Shante. I'm Eliane. You can find us on all social media platforms at The T-H-E-E Joyful She. And it's because
1: of listeners like you that we are able to share our thoughts on current events. Please support us on Patreon at The Joyful She.
0: We'll see you online.